Hello. Hi. Yay, it worked. All right, everybody. Is yay, it worked. So today we're going to talk with Sabine. Um, hi, Sabine. Uh, Sabine Rich, we, her, we in, uh, introduced her yesterday. She is an incredible colorist and artist in the industry. She's been with the industry about nine years. It's nine years, right, Sabine? Yeah. About, yeah, or ex almost exactly, actually. Yeah. Honestly. I guess we started. 2011. 2011, yeah. So I guess that's right. She started with Rothic and she was so sweet to help me because, of course, as everyone knows the story, especially if you're listening into this channel, you've ran into us at shows. You've probably heard the story a hundred times. But I didn't obviously know at all what I was doing or how to <laughs> jumped in there to help out. And she has made such a name for herself in this world. She is basically there's really no one who's amazing in this industry who she hasn't covered colored for. Well, a few people, but barely. <laughs> She's a lot under her belt. You've worked for all the big five, right? The top five. Definitely the big two. We're in the top five. <laughs> I guess oh, like Marvel, DC, Dynamite, yeah. Image, Dark Horse. I'm not sure and... if I've done something for Dark Horse, actually. Oh, no? Well, what is yeah, Dark Horse? I don't know. Do? Because, like. <laughs> Dark Horse. <laughs> Dark Horse. Yeah, it's weird because I always like forget which books actually some, some of the companies do. Dark yeah. Dark I can't even remember. Oh, they do like Hellboy. A lot of like, oh, okay. So they're like more Disney-ish, I guess. There's a lot of like the Disney cartoons are on here. Ooh, oh, you really? should work for Dark Horse. Oh. There's like Frozen covers on here. Really? Um, yeah, they have really? all the Incredibles, Disney Princess. Hellboy, but like as a baby, they have Little Mermaid, Snow White. Oh man, doesn't sound like their name matches what they. <laughs> I, know. I feel like Dark Horse should have like some really dark and like. I know. I actually <laughs> solicited my stuff to Dark Horse, and they told me this is a little too dark for us. I was like, that's <laughs> hilarious. By the way, <laughs> I guess it's really funny. Yeah, oh, they do. They do. What you call it? Legend of Korra. Yeah. So if she hasn't no, worked, with done anything she <laughs> but basically everybody else, she colors a lot of J. Scott Campbell's stuff. Uh, she does a lot of Frank Cho's work. Of course, Eric Basildua, who she's mm -hmm. been coloring over, gosh, for literally almost nine years. Eric yeah. really he never let, back then when he first did my Southern Nightgown cover, he never let anybody touch his work. Besides, I know, it was like a real stretch for yeah, him for me to color initially. <laughs> <laughs> I was so nervous. And he did. It all worked in the end. It all worked out. We learned. Sabine's amazing and really um, been to shows with us. She actually was with us from our very, with Rothick from our very first opening show when we were in Anaheim. And she also, gosh, like the first five shows, Yasmin? Because you um, didn't go, you well, were we did California. Go next. Yeah, I stayed with you a couple months. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we did Chicago and then we also did San Jose. Uh, we, was that also the same? I think it might have been yeah, like we did. three. Oh, and then we did the one right next to you too. 
Didn't we do Arizona? I, I've never done Arizona. We did that one that's right on that beach uh, where you are, the, the LA one. Where I met oh, Eric. yeah. Anaheim, Wondercom, yeah. but that's where we launched. Oh, Long Beach. No, no, Long, Long Beach. Beach. Yeah, 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 that one. Right where I first met Eric. Yeah. Dean was with me the day I first met Eric. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, and you're in your yeah, cat one too with I've your red hair. hair. This is an at home recorded podcast, so if there is noise in the back, I apologize to our audience. I will put some pretty music behind us so that it drowns out some of <clears throat> All right. Well, Sabine started this thing for me. This is really why I wanted to put her on because Sabine is, of course, she's an incredible colorist and that's how she started, but she's also a brilliant artist. Uh-huh. A lot of, um, she went through all of the pencils at the beginning. She was basically my last stop before anything of the book came out. She did a lot of the finals on things. Tweaking. Kind of the, once it got to Sabine. Tweaking is a is a mild word to call it. And <laughs> the master not, tweaker. That's <laughs> tweaker. That's funny. Um, so that is basically how she started out. But then she started drawing Theory of Magic for me back in 2013. And that has now, of course, become one of Rothick's most popular series. The artwork has gotten lots of acclaim. We've won two awards for that book. We did? Uh, Ooh. <laughs> um, so then she started doing that. She's always been really inventive in how she does art. She's always kind of trying to push the boundaries. Very interested in teaching herself. She's extremely self-taught. I've seen Sabine just decide she's going to do something and then just completely develop a new style, which is a fascinating thing to watch someone do. A real respect for the craft that lets you actually generate ideas on how you can improve on what you're doing. And she's a master at that. I've seen her master watercolor, freaking digital pencils, just basically anything she tries to do. She's very good at it. She started doing this thing for me lately called Black Golds. Well, we named them Black Gold. But mm-hmm. talk about it, Sabine, because that is a whole new thing we started doing that's become extremely popular with Rothick. Everybody wants one. Um, and I'd like to you to tell people how you do it, because it's so amazing. And not the full effect doesn't even come through, obviously, on the printed piece, because the paper yeah. is, what is the painting called? Well. I mean, originally I was like, I, you know, I don't know. I follow a bunch of different artists and, and I've always liked, how do you call it, playing with art materials and kind of trying things out, um, you know, and kind of wanting to get a little bit more artsy and kind of messy. And there was this, somebody was using gesso, which is the stuff you put on canvases to coat them, or you also use as like a bit of a, you know, textured thing. And I saw that you can put it on paper and then paint over it. So I decided to try it out with this just... So I texture the paper up with this gesso stuff. So it has like cracks and ripples and stuff. It's just so amazing. And then, when you see on the yeah. print, oh, sorry. Not to I'm going to put up a no, photo no. for everybody with this podcast beside it. So you can actually see the different curves and bumps and lines that it puts on the paper. Sorry, Sabine. I'm the interrupter. Yeah, but- <laughs> yeah and then it's just playing around with the ink i did it one evening just for fun and then i was like huh this could be cool and so i was like joe how about we try one as a cover and then 
it came out really cool. And after that, I was like, let's do this as a set. And now when you paint on it, what do you use? Just black ink. That's also just black ink and some gold, right? You yeah, have this. And so I have like an acrylic. I mean, there's a couple different golds I've tried out. Um, some of them are like uh, acrylic or some of them are gouache. Just try and find the one that kind of is the most shiniest. And then you kind of splatter and do drops and, you know, a little white paint too. So explain stuff. gouache to those listening in who might be well, it's, it's also but... the water-based paint. It's just it, okay. it's more of a, it comes in a tube usually and it's a little more. It's... Kind of has more of the texture of like oil or acrylic. No, it's not. It's not. No. It's not. It's, it's thicker that like, it's more, how would you call it? Opaque than watercolor. So you don't do like okay. washes. Um, so it's a little thicker, but it's not. Kind it's of not easier the to build the color you can. on the page. Yeah. Um, acrylic is definitely a little bit more like um, oil. At least it's closer to that. You can um, you can use water with it, but once it dries, it dries, and you can't like get rid of it. So, okay. but gouache is, is always like water based, so it's, it's a little it's more very watercolor, yeah, thicker. Interesting. It can also give people things to try during this time. Yeah, you can always play with and combine. I mean, a lot of artists put, you know, you can do acrylic with gouache with watercolor. You can use all those at the same time in order to create different effects. And that's what I like doing a lot, too, is trying to, you know, you can do Copics with watercolors, too. You can do You can mix them all together and play around for different effects. You don't have to stick to one thing or, yeah. I feel like people doing art or aspiring to be artists doing art, mm -hmm. people who who are dabbling in art, that was the word I was looking for, dabbling in art or aspiring artists are often nervous, very nervous with trying different mediums, right? Even someone like yourself who's tried so many different things and nailed them all, you're still nervous always, right? Going into a medium that you are unfamiliar with. I suppose it's well, basically Well, I like would anything. never do it. Like if I'm going to play with a medium, I do it on something that I don't care. Like I'm not going to be like, oh, I need to make this lovely piece and I'm going to test out a, a, a thing on it. It's be just like, I'm going to goof around with it. Then there's no pressure if it doesn't work. You just see how it works. You kind of see how it affects each other. And then you kind of like, oh. I don't that's know, awesome. you get a new that's idea a super good tip. Work. But yeah, never do it on something that's important. Uh, just goof like, around get it, with yeah. no plan in, in your mind. That's usually when my best pieces come out or my best ideas. I have no expectation of it. So it kind of tends to just... Um, that's kind of what happened with the black gold. Yeah, literally the black gold. You were just trying something. Yeah. Now we have the most gorgeous pieces. I'm actually, in honor of Sabine, going to put up some sales mm -hmm. on the black gold digital yeah. screensavers that are coming with Rothic and we're starting them. We're going to do them with black golds. So yeah, um, those are going to be up on my website too. I'm eventually going to make a black and gold sketchbook. So because I've been doing a lot of like black and gold commissions lately with the plan of putting it together and making a, a, a black and gold sketchbook. Once this all is over with and we can actually come out of hibernating. Yeah, she basically just completely developed this style. And I think that that's a really fascinating thing in an industry where it's full of amazing people who are always developing and changing. It's really cool to see it when somebody strikes upon something and it actually works, you know, and you can 
like I get asked when I do panels at shows and stuff, I get asked at the table all the time, like, how do you know, how do I know what to do to make it? Like, what do you do to make it? And to me in the comic world or with art or whatever, and to me it was just, I always tell people to find something that works. Because a lot of times you have to kind of just experiment and try a bunch of different things and then find something that works amazing. And you could just stay with it, kind of coin it in a way. Now we have a whole black gold section on the website. And she, I don't know, what, what caused you to do that? You were just playing around, right? Yeah, well, there's also because, okay, a lot of my work has to do with a lot of like color and coloring other people's work and doing a lot with color. And sometimes you just want to simplify it and you just want to do with two things like black and then, a, you know, highlight because it, I don't know, there's this contrast of like sometimes less is more and you get to focus on something else when you're not dealing with all the different shades of color. Whereas, I don't know, I just kind of enjoyed that simplicity of just sometimes doing something that is just only two, two, two elements you have to work with as opposed to so many. It kind of limits you and makes you kind of think more of what you're doing. It's really beautiful. If you look on the advertisement for this podcast on Instagram, you'll see a whole collage of her black golds. I'm going to put that up when this podcast goes live. And there'll also be um, a collage beside the podcast when you go to click on it. Thank you, Sabine. Ah, Let me see. What else? What else? Oh, we're about to try something completely new. Mm -hmm. Speaking of that we've never done before. Yeah. For the new Rem 8, you're going to try. We're going to try something completely different. Um, Yeah, it's going to be very. We're basically doing kind of a relaunch of Rem 8 because now she's gone into the underworld and she's going to go into the Jar of Souls and the whole book is going to change to as if it wasn't fantasy yeah. already. We're going here. <laughs> and um, it's an underwater world as the Gaians, when they pass through the Rem, if the connection is faulty or if it doesn't connect, they take on elements of whatever their sun sign is. So when Tay goes to find the eye, she is Aquarius and very fish-like, very beautiful creatures. She'll be designed, obviously, for the next book, and we'll have a cover of her, too. And because we're doing it underwater in this almost anti-techni realm, mm -hmm. yeah, anti-technical realm, everything's going to be, like, painted on black paper, but with neon lights well, and I'm gonna neon do this colors. I'm going to do right? You are. Yeah, yeah. so it's going to be kind of digitally painted, so it'll be different from what I normally do, which is like I ink and then I color it digitally, so it's more fine to come. This is going to be totally just digitally painted, so it's going to look a little more painted than digitally. Yeah. <laughs> so that's coming soon with the new REM book. I think she's going to be starting it yes, soon. Sabine is always in. Nothing else to do. <laughs> Because every because we're all stuck inside. I know. No constant. It's so sad. That's why Jimmy Fallon like started this hashtag. Like I knew I had cabin fever when I and it was like all really funny stuff. Like when I reorganized the eggs in my fridge or when I named my clothes or all these really funny ones. And mine was like I knew I had cabin fever when I started a podcast. <laughs> Nothing to do. You're, we're so used to going to shows and interacting yeah. and selling and talking to people. I, I know if we, the artists, miss it, I'm sure. Like, everybody comes like window into people, like uh, your one connection with the, the, the other side of 
of your work. You always are behind your computer, but then this you actually get to see the people behind it and the people that buy it and stuff. So it actually connects you to what's happening on the other end. It makes it alive and very special. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I've installed like over three different like chat things. That's my like that I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm learning about all these like Zoom, Discord, you know, Skype, Windows, Google Hangout. Like yeah, I probably tried like a bunch of them now. Who knew oh, that gosh. buying stocks in Zoom a few months ago would have been the best idea ever? <laughs> Everybody's using Zoom now. It's crazy. Yeah. See, it's crazy. All right, well that's our 15 awesome. minutes. We did it. Thank you, Sabine. We will, of course, have Sabine talking to us again. I'm going to put up a big portfolio of her work, uh, Black Golds, like I said. Please join into our podcast, Sabine's Rich. You can find all her stuff at sabinerich.com, right? Um. Well, if you follow me on Sabine underscore Rich on Instagram, I don't have the a, a .com yet. Oh, okay. You sell on Shopify. Oh, Where can MD. people go to buy your stuff? So I mean, if a story. Yeah, there's a link in my Instagram and on my Facebook. So it's Sabine Rich Art. It's okay. Store MV Sabine Rich Art. But yeah, I mean, the links are there. Long Beach. Crazy background noises here downtown Long Beach mm-hmm. on our at home podcast. Okay, so follow her on Sabine underscore yeah, Rich on Instagram, yeah. and then you know Sabine Rich and it- Art on Facebook already. And you can look at all her incredible Thank stuff. You. We love you, Sabine. Thank you for being such an amazing part of our world. We could not have done anything without Sabine. All your beautiful stuff you see, you would not have it without Sabine. So <laughs> a big virtual round of suppl- applause for Sabine. Love you, girl. Thank you. I'll put a pretty music to this and tell you when I post it. Bye, all. Bye. Bye.